Before this episode starts, I want to give a huge shout out to AKA The Studio sponsoring this episode. They are a space for creatives to create. What they offer is a psych wall, multiple backdrops for photography and videography, as well as recording space for podcasts. Thank you guys so much and give them a follow on Instagram at AKA The Studio and Twitter as well. Now let's get into this episode. The Colors We See podcast, a podcast about discussing the human experience. It's the color Jose, and today I have a local artist by the name of Brandon Johnson. Recently, you dropped the project. What's the name of the project that you dropped? Man, the new album is self titled Heme. It's my, my best work thus far, bro. So, you know, it's out now, all platforms. So, if y'all get a chance, go listen to that. Let me know what y'all think, man, and we out. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I think. I love the underlying meaning of what Heme brings. To the table it has a lot of body positivity and that's something that i hear throughout your music you want to speak a little bit about that yeah so i don't know bro basically it's just like for one everybody is attracted to females even females be attracted to females so it's like you know i hear like a lot of uh, body shaming with females too like they not skinny enough they not this that you know what i'm saying so i kind of want to just bring light to every female in the world it's like you beautiful regardless how you look stretch marks you know what i'm saying whatever search whatever you whatever you gotta do to look good you know what i'm saying i applaud you you feel me because being a Females already like kind of hard, you feel me? So, yeah. you know, they all beautiful and always, no matter the race, the size, the, it don't matter, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm here, I'm here to talk about it. This is about every song you've been hearing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I talk about females. So, that's just what it is for me. From the cover art to the lyric, I heard a verse. Come and show me those stretch marks. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like even even when guys got stretch marks too, and they don't be saying nothing about it, but girls oh, like, I talk about that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a stretch mark, you know, where, where it's, it's on my like left arm, and I'm like, I'm insecure about that. Even as a guy, I mean, I'm insecure about my stretch mark. You gotta, you gotta embrace it, bro. You know, cause the way I look at it is, I've seen females that have stretch mark and they're still gorgeous. You know, like come. Some people get it more than others. Some people don't get it at all. So you know, it's it's beauty to me, bro. Like I don't, I don't like girls that be like, oh, I don't like to take off because I got stretch. Nah, show it, show it. You feel me? Cause you'd be surprised how us guys react. Like, oh, that's sexy. You feel me? So you gotta embrace it. You said something else. It's hard to be a female. Females, females have to put up with a lot. You know what I'm saying? More than we actually think. You know, and I've seen a lot of stuff firsthand. Whether it's like a abuse uh what else just having a kid in general is hard you know what i'm saying raising kids by themselves like it's a lot of stuff women go through men go through it too but not as much as females bro you know since a lot they got to go through and got to do just to be a woman or maintain themselves so you know I applaud all the females for sure, definitely. Yeah. Mothers out there that are working jobs, going to school, you know, trying to make a better situation for themselves and for their children. As an artist, body shaming, you mentioned that's a big thing. And I think it has to do with not educating men. As someone who is aware of how to treat women, what would you say has taught you? What's taught me how to treat women? I don't, it's easy, bro. Like when you when you raised by a good mother, like a mother figure, and you, you see what you don't like her, you know what I'm saying? You, basically, you raised right, you don't know how to treat a woman. You wouldn't want to treat no female how you would, you know what I'm how you want your mom to be treated. So it's, it's simple. People make it harder than really what it is. But man, if you're a good person and you know how to treat people, it's going to come right back to you. So yeah. it's, it's really simple to what people make it to be for sure that leads into my next question your music women they're a big part of it yeah bro come on bro i just want a female to feel good like i want her to feel like oh you know i, I love this like it's not about oh f this chick f you know what i'm saying it's like you know take your clothes off have fun dance do what you do like just have fun i want you to feel good i want to change your whole mood you feel me like you got to feel good with myself come on so that's basically what i really want my music to be like a mood change like you're gonna feel good gonna make you feel some type of way when it come on how often do you have these songs where you're just like i just want to release them because of the 
the message, but it's pretty often. But I pretty much time myself for like you know I give like a good enough space when I drop something. I try to at least you know. But every song I've been doing lately is about a woman, like you know what I'm saying, or not even a specific woman in person, just all 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 women, just so I can talk to all of them. But I got a couple of songs coming up that's not even on that 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 type of lane no more. But most of my songs definitely are. But you hear them like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm a big fan, man. Like and I, and I've been hearing all this positivity. And so if it's not about women, what is the subject matter? Uh, if it's not about women, it's definitely about life or the stuff I go through, like struggles or just even being slept on, being doubted, like a lot of stuff, you know, that every artist probably talk about, but they talk about it in their own way. Yeah, that lane too. So looking through this and through the eyes of Brandon, what is something that you've struggled with? What have I struggled with? I had a lot of insecurities, man, when I was, like, younger. Like, not even that much younger. Still teens growing up. Like, I was, like, in my early 20s. Like, right now I'm 25. So, I was, like, 21, 20. I was, like, insecure about little stuff. Like, I don't know. It could be something little as, like, how I dressed or just how people... What people thought about me now, I really don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? My confidence is like, it's up. You know, I got a lot of confidence in myself. It's not cocky. It's just more like, you know, I just know who I am. So if you say something about me or if you say, try to make a joke, I'm going to laugh with you. Like, <laughs> it's cool. You feel me? I got, my personality is, is different now. Do you think that since you've sort of seen some success, that that's helped your personality and, and you gain a little bit more confidence? A little bit, you know, but still to this day, I'm, I'm not nobody. Like, I'm not saying I'm successful, nothing. I'm still working every day trying to better myself. So I don't know. I just feel like the people I'm around, make me how I am, bro. Like, we just all gym people. I don't got nobody around me that's, like, putting me down. Like, I'm motivated by everybody I'm around. So it's, like, it, it changed the way I am, too. So I love my circle, honestly. Be around people that are promoting positivity and who are positive. There are people out there who they can tweet this, tweet that. But when you're around them, it's an awkward vibe or it's just, like, a negative space. Like, I can't be around them. Especially when, you, especially when you're trying to create something and you're trying to be involved in something bigger than yourself. You got to keep people around you, want the same thing, and are willing to root for you and do everything for you. And, you know, ride or die type people or some people around you that have influenced you. Shit, everybody, bro. From my family to my, my best friend, DeAndre, shout out to Dre. Uh, just everybody, bro. Like, just my, my whole circle. Like, And they'll tell me when I'm wrong, too. That's what also you need people to tell you when you're wrong. They're not, they're not always just man in you all the whole time. Like, oh, yeah, do this. Like, nah, that's not a good move for you, bro. Like, change that. Or they, they you know, people let you know. Like, when you when you run a real circle, they're they going to let they gonna keep it all the way real with you. Whether you're looking stupid or you're looking good, they'll let you know for sure. Outside of dealing with insecurities, what was your childhood like? My childhood was pretty cool, bro. I'm not going to sit here and act like I had a bad childhood. I had a pretty straight childhood, you know. But my mom being a single mother, I seen what she had to go through working by herself. Like you said, going to school. So it was like, I know I just want to be that guy for her that work. When I get older, and you know, she gets older herself, it's like she don't have to work no more. She could just sit down and just relax, you know, because she already did all the hard stuff, but she's still doing it. So I'm working every day, man, try to make that life for her different, for sure. And in your family, was anyone involved in music? Yeah, definitely. My mom, she sings. My grandpa makes his own music, too, and he plays instruments. And my uncle and them had a group, too. So everybody was pretty much music influenced, honestly. Everybody I was around. That, did that shape your sound, or did you have to find that on your own? Yeah, I definitely found it on my own. I'd be hearing my mom hitting certain notes. I'd be like, dang, okay, hold on. Let me let me try to up my skills a little bit. She be blowing me out the water. But yeah, nah, I, I found my sound on my own, bro, honestly. Because at first, like I told you, I wasn't even being myself. Like I was biting other people's shit. And then from there, I was like, you know what? Nah, this ain't this ain't it. Because it didn't feel good. Like at one point, I didn't even like listen to my own music. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, this day ain't, ain't supposed to be like that. You feel me? So once I started finding my sound and being more uh, authentic and organic with it, it was like, oh, this is dope. Like, so I started running with it. So what were the, some of these first Brandon Johnson songs sounding like? Ah, it was more like, it was more like the high pitch, like trying too hard, like too much auto tune type things, bro. It was more 
on like a just it wasn't me bro like it didn't it didn't feel like at the time it felt good i know it was in it was the hype but it was like nah i can't even listen to this right now just go ahead and turn that off right quick like it wasn't it bro <laughs> what year was this damn it was pretty much every year before i want to say 20 Ooh, when was it probably when i first dropped body keep it real that was probably when i was like oh yeah i found it a little bit that's when i started running with it time went on you started to develop your sound your subject matter where you wanted to take this music project what do you want to do different for the next one that you didn't do for this one probably take take my uh sound a little further see what else i can do like vocal wise um pe the people i work with just anything just you gotta i gotta top my last work every time i do something so progression for sure and this is a first official album that you have out right first official i got a couple little projects that i was i was titling album at the time but it wasn't it didn't feel album album worthy to me but they were still great songs but this one right here i felt like it just capitalized on myself showing me you know what i'm saying so that's why i named it the, the album for sure and I, that's what i feel like it is and so the meaning of it what exactly is that so heme, everybody, a lot of people use heme, you know what I'm saying, but nobody's actually tied to the album, and nobody's actually, I feel like nobody uses it as much as I use it, at least people I know for sure, but heme stands for he's everything everyone's missing, or mentioning, if you want to change the M, you know what I'm saying, me and Dre came up with that, so put that together, and we just ran with it, and it stuck out, like, to me. So I, I got a couple, like I got merch from the album too. So yeah, it's, it's I mean, coming. You are a walking billboard for this album. You have that tatted on your neck. Yeah, I got it. I had to get it, man. I had, I've been wanting it for a minute. Like I talked about it, but I never moved on it. But when I started making this project, I was like, hey, this would be a perfect time to just throw that together and just, hey, take a risk and do it. You feel yeah. me? People are mentioning Brandon Johnson. Definitely. It's way more than it was before. Like it was like, oh. Okay, I know he does music, but now it's like, oh, he's dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? So my name has for sure got a little more known than it used to be. What goal are you working towards now? Just to get even more out there, you know? Not even just be more, just to be more worldwide with my name. Like, you ain't got to, like, when I walk in the room or you see me or you hear about music or you know who it is. Or it's like, I don't have to introduce myself. You know, like, okay, I know this guy. You know what I'm saying? That's how I got to take it further. Marketing is a big thing for artists. What are you doing to market yourself? A lot of promo, bro. A lot of promo, whether it's self-wise, whether I pay for some promo, whatever the case may be. Even doing, like, little TikToks of my own stuff. Like, it's a lot of stuff I do, bro. But, you know, it's showcase for this showcase. It definitely does. Your music is something that, it's a TikTok challenge, to be honest. Yeah. You could do that. Yeah, nah, for sure. I've been, I've been trying to get some stuff done, but, you know, it's coming. I got some stuff in the works. I ain't said too much about, but, yeah, for sure, I'm going to get on TikTok a lot more. I'm on it right now, too, but I got to push my own stuff more. So yeah. that's what it is, yeah. So with this album, as you're creating it, were you taking time? I mean, because COVID, just we're still in a pandemic. And so what was the process like when you were making the album? I'm glad you asked that first. So when I first made the first two songs when I started, I wasn't, like, making no projects. I want my fan base to be a little bigger before I did it, which I felt it growing a little bit. So when I made these two songs, I was like, which were, it was Poppin' with Nest, and it was uh, Her with Future Cities. So when I did those, I was like, yo, these sound like album-worthy songs right here. Like, these are these are dope records. So I did those, and I was like, you know what? I embedded in my head, like, oh, it's album time. Like, it's time for a whole body of work. So I just ran with it and already had, what, three singles out, which is Body, All That, and You. And I was like, you know what? Let, let's just do it for real this time. So put it together, and shout out to Nate. We made it happen. Nate Smith, right? It's a big, important part of the city. Uh, and when you're in the studio, I mean, like... Do you ever write down the name of a song and then write write the lyrics to a song? Or how does the name of a song come to you? <laughs> it's funny, too, because I do this shit all the time. It comes when I say something in a song. If I don't already, already go to the studio with a song name, it comes when I say like something little in the song, like, uh, what song was it? Was it Yes, when I did Yes. That's just like a little alley I was doing, like just some funny, some, just something funny. And it just came, like, I was like, hey, what's the name of that? And me and Nate would go back and forth on ideas, or me and my homies would go like, it just, it come organic, bro. Like, I don't have to really try hard no more. Like, it's just all fun now. It's all fun. You make music that's man 
it's fun and it's something that you can listen to when when you wake up and you want to yeah, f- yeah. feel good about yourself what are what are some things that you do to make yourself feel good in the process of creating i be working out too so that's a little that's a little feel good for me but i don't know i feel good when i'm in the studio bro like just i don't know a lot of, a lot of things make me feel good too for sure like just being out with good vibes my friends kicking it you know what I'm saying being lit all types of things like you know it just come like however i'm feeling the environment so brown liquor power man <laughs> for real it's definitely it's crazy i don't even be drinking no more bro i slowed down i took a couple months off so I probably won't start drinking again until, like, what, April? Hopefully it goes as planned because I've been working out, so I've been off the liquor. So I know when I start drinking again, I'm going to get faded so fast. For real. If you are enjoying this podcast so far, tweet about it, put it on your Instagram story, and let us know. Tag us and Brandon Johnson. But for now, we're going to get a new segment of this podcast. This segment is called Ring in a Color. And what this is about, we're going to have a business owner come on and tell us a little message about what their business is and where you can find them. All right, let's see who we got on the line. Hey guys, Jenny here at Outer Limits Candles. Wanting to give you guys a little rundown on our company. We are a candle company, but we chose the name Outer Limits because we knew one day that we were going to branch off and do other things. Eventually, we are going to be adding perfumes, clothing, jewelry, bath products, you know, all of those things. Right now though, like I said, the main focus is candles. Our candles are non-toxic. We don't use any chemicals in them that are harming you. We use soy, organic soy, special wicks that nobody else has. I created them myself. Our fragrances, the line fragrances with no harsh chemicals. Like I said, they're unisex. I wanted to make them for everybody. Um, Granted, there are, you know, a scent here and there that is a little more feminine than everything else, but we wanted to give you guys natural candles that still looked pretty. You know, most candles, when you do organic, all natural candles, they're very just plain. We wanted to be able for you to have a nice candle that was good for you. So our Ruins line is, you know, a black candle, and there's a lot to why we chose certain things, and I don't have a lot of time for that, and we can get into that later, but a black candle that, you know, it's decorated. There's a moon on top, there's glitter flowers, a ruin. What Ruins are is it's a divination tool from the Nordic people. It's kind of like tarot cards, so with every candle that you get, you get a special little message. Then we have other candle lines as well if you're not into that we have our moon signs we have our naked line and we're going to be coming out with a lot more so you guys are going to want to stay tuned for that but like i said we we we're all about small business working with small community businesses uh we don't want to work with corporate companies um we're, we're never going to become a corporate company we eventually want to open a studio downtown and um have local people come and create and collaborate with them uh, so if you're interested, check us out. And if you want to collaborate with us, give us a message. Thanks for your time and uh, have a great day, guys. Some merch coming up? Yeah, it's already, basically it's out. I got a couple of people that already bought a couple pieces. Shout out to them. But yeah, I got some merch. So you have, uh, I got some crewnecks and hoodies. And the hoodies to go for 40, crewnecks 30. So. And is this a Brandon Johnson merch? It has my name on the tag. So you know how some tags right here, they'll say like the sizes, uh-huh. but it'll have my name with the size. But for the hoodies, it have heme on the front and they got heme on top of the hoodie and they got like these little lips on top of the, on the side of the neck. And then for the crew necks, it got heme on the front and on front of the heme, it's another heme with the cursive on top of that. On the back of the crew neck, it says everything everyone's missing. And the reason I didn't put the H for he's because if a female wears it too mm. it can go you know what i'm saying vice versa yeah yes man you got how many tattoos do you have probably like 10 tattoos for sure so far what's your most significant tattoo that you have uh i don't want to be cliche and say my mom's name but for sure means a lot to me but i would say this mic right here bro just music overall like it's just what i love so this is like really one of my favorite tattoos along with my little brothers 
uh, birthday on this side too. What do you think you would be doing if you weren't creating music? Damn, that's a good ass question for me. I don't know, bro. I'd probably be probably working somewhere, doing some something regular, honestly. Or I'd probably be trying to, I don't know, bro. I don't know what I'd be doing. Cause once I found music, I just stuck with it, bro. Like I just loved it. Like I felt the passion for it. So I was like, hey, this is cool. Like, you know, and it's, it's a more way I could be myself too, so. I just ran with it. I don't know what I'd be doing, bro. Keep it real with you. I, I can't think of my life. This is a catapult for me, you know, podcasting, because yeah. it's just going to get me to where I want to be. Outside of music, like, what are some of your interests? I like playing basketball, bro. I'll be doing chill shit. I play a game. I'll be on Call of Duty, bro. I'm a homebody for sure. <laughs> As a homebody, like, since COVID hit, you probably enjoyed every single moment of this, man. Honestly, but it'd be times I want to get out, bro. Like, you know, they close on a bowling alley, the movie theaters. Like, it's a lot of stuff. That, that we looked past that we didn't even take advantage of, you feel me? So it's bad right now. I heard you were at Bricks. Is that true? Nah, hell nah. <laughs> I for sure wouldn't have, not when that shit went down, but I've been at Bricks a couple times where it was lit, but we can't even do that no more. You know what I'm saying? It closed like a lot of stuff down, whether it be restaurants, like a lot of stuff, bro. So it's sad right now, honestly. Nah, I, I didn't mean to say you were at Bricks, but I heard they were playing your music there when they reopened a couple weeks ago and people were mad. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Nah, I'm just kidding, man. I hope they, hey, they Bricks, if you listen to this and hey, play my shit, man. Play it one time. Let them, let them go crazy. You know? They need to play Brandon Johnson at Bricks. Yeah. They'll sell more bottles than they ever. When the song come on, bottles getting brought out to everybody for free. Everybody getting champagne bottles. So we gonna go. What's the vision with the music? Are you trying to become, uh, trying to get signed? If it's right, I'm not hopping to nothing if it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't struggle for too long. And if it ain't right and I feel like it's a scam, it ain't happening. I'm I'm cool working my ass off and being independent right now because I, I got the freedom, you know? So if something is right, I'm definitely not going to run from it. But at the same time, I'm not trying to be out here looking crazy, you know what I'm saying? I, I got my mom, I'm trying to, my mom trying to provide for her and my little brother. So it's like, you got to be right, right at the end of the day. question I want to ask is, is music your only income? Is music? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. No, I work too. I'm tripping. Yeah, I work too. So I got two incomes. So, you know, that's what I use to pay for music. So I got to do what I got to do. Right, right. For it real. pays the bills though, man. Definitely, bro. Definitely, for sure, you know, because... What a lot of things people do, you got to have a certain income to provide for that that passion, that dedication, whatever you do. It ain't going to come easy, you know, so you got to work. Right now, you've worked with an immense amount of artists from the city. We're talking Joe Maynard, Ness Julius. Um, bigger artists, can you name a few artists who you want to work with right now? I got a lot of artists I want to work with, bro. Oh, yeah, by the way, shout out to uh, my dog, Joe Maynard, uh, Ness Julius, too. Shout out my dogs for sure. A lot of artists I want to work with, bro. Uh, a little dirt. Who else? Chris Brown for sure. Big artist. That's one of my favorites. Big Chris Brown. Yeah. And you said something before we recorded this episode that you used to dance. Were you trying to be like Chris Brown? Because I was. <laughs> I know when I saw with you, I just wanted to dance like Chris <laughs> Brown, man. Nah, I, that wasn't even my lane back then because I feel like Chris wasn't big on jerking like that back in the day. I was more like in the jerking thing. So like the new boys, the Rangers, like that was the whole vibe back in the day. Chris for sure had a big influence on the dancing, but nah, I definitely wasn't trying to be like bro for sure. Not at all. But yeah, child Chris though. So. Yeah, Chris Brown, if you're listening, which you will, Brandon Johnson wants a feature. Yeah, yep, and you got to get on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure, you got to slide on the podcast and show my boy some love for sure. Yeah. As someone who's an artist, what do you think people can do to help support the music more? Help support the music more? Just basically buy it. If you if you see somebody, if you see a homie drop a song, or you just see somebody you rock with, like man. Just go support it, bro. Like, as much as people support artists, they don't know nothing about or don't even know personally. Like, you'll, you'll buy an artist song and you don't even know him firsthand, but you got your homie over here making music or selling merch and you ain't even going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. It's backwards. And it's a process, too. I mean, you got to put your stuff on DistroKid. Um, as someone who's not an artist, so can you walk me through that? 
um like you make a song and you got to go to distro kit like how does that work it's it's fairly simple but all your stuff got to be like yours basically so you can't have a beat that already been used because it won't get uploaded or it's a lot of things but it's it's not even that hard honestly because i've seen people put up songs like quick like that they do great if you were in a situation where you could be rich or live forever what would you choose mm, that's a tough question probably live forever bro but it depends do i still age i still age Jeez, uh, <laughs> I'll say probably live forever, but to a certain extent, you kind of, you kind of forget and you can't do a lot of stuff, right? You can, you lose your memory. Like, I don't know. That's a hard one, bro. For real. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with another one. With experiencing music and creating life, do you think that there is a higher power? Do I think, what you mean? Like God? Oh, definitely. All, everything I do in life, bro, I always give credit to God, bro. It could be whatever I'm going through, little, bad, bro. I'm, I'm blessed for sure, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been in a lot of situations where I could have lost my life several times so it's like i'm just thankful i'm here bro you feel me i just try to wake up every day with a smile on my face bro and just try to go harder than what i did yesterday because life could be so much worse bro i don't think people get that like it could be so much worse so i'm just thankful for my position bro for real what do you think the meaning of life is it's whatever you make it bro like, i don't really think it has no real meaning because a lot of stuff i didn't see going out there i don't know what why it happened or what's the reason for it you know so i just basically you make you make it what it is bro you you find your own happiness, find what you love to do, and just do it for the rest of your damn life. And, you know, we our time is here is limited. You feel me? So <laughs> make the most of it, honestly. What do you want people to remember Brandon Johnson by? Just being a good guy, being funny, being genuine. It ain't even got to be about music. That's That aspect going to speak for itself. But as me as a person, just a genuine guy, bro, I want the best for everybody. I never was, like, too cool for nobody, you feel me? I treat you how you treat me. You come off of respect. I'm respectful to you, you know, and my character speak for itself, bro, so. Really, when I met you, you just, like, you gave me a hug, bro, which is unusual. It was just like, I felt the vibe and I feel the love. I appreciate yeah. that. Harder when people make, bro. You could easily spread love, bro, because even a hug, you don't know what somebody's going through, bro. Somebody probably needed that, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not this guy trying to portray a hard image, bro. I like to be myself, like I told you, so, you know, I'm just a genuine guy, bro. Yeah. I the end of the day as someone who is at peace with yourself thought about like doing meditation i never thought about it but my homie uh dre he uh, brought it to me a couple of times but I, i'm not shying away from it i just i'm already at peace you feel me like i don't really let nothing bother me like if something bothers me i'm not even gonna be in the area i'm not gonna be there so like <laughs> yeah. if it's bothering my peace i'm gone do you read any books i think the last book i read bro was a dj Khaled book i have that same book yeah that's the last book i read the I keys right the keys i still i still like swipe through it every here in there but yeah that's probably the last book i read what you take from that book it's so many different chapters honestly but i think the main thing i get from it is like people tell you no oh well you gotta just keep going like <laughs> and you gotta just be successful bro like it's a lot of it's a lot of steps you're gonna take and ups and downs you're gonna go through but when you shining you're gonna shine at the end of the day so you gotta just keep being yourself when your time is there do you uh think about like maybe helping any nonprofit organizations oh yeah i do it now oh, you do? yeah i definitely like i have uh, just not too long ago i went out and gave like the homeless people like not people i gave this homeless dude like a lot of my shoes a lot of old stuff i wasn't wearing no more even the kind of new stuff i had i was like it didn't it didn't i didn't want it you know so it wasn't gonna sit there i gave him like a blanket i had in the back seat of my car it was cold as hell outside like you know so i love helping people out bro like it's a good feeling for me so mm -hmm. yeah definitely it's like really excited to get to talk to you because you like I, I had been waiting for this interview for a long time so i'm glad you want to be on it bro for real it's not a lot of people that will say that like oh, i'm a fan like or like i'm i wanted you on my podcast or whatever the case may be so the fact that you was like even really, like, oh, bro, I'm a fan, or come through, like, you know, that's love, bro. I appreciate stuff like that, seriously. I got one thing I want to know about you is, um, do you listen to any podcasts? Ah, uh, if you consider the 85 South Show a podcast, I I do that one, cause I, but I like them when they on live, when they on stage, though. 
when I watch the little YouTube video. That's probably the only thing I watch podcasts, like close to it, whatever the case may be. Just that, honestly, because it's funny. Right. (laughs) Podcasts are, they're definitely something that I think people need, man. All right, man. I I appreciate you coming on here. It's the Color Jose from the Colors We See podcast. It's your boy Brandon Johnson. I'm out now. We out of here. It's really him. Yo, yo, this is Fabian, aka Moment. This is No More, produced by Psy, featuring J53 and 100. Let's go.